I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we will be discussing Flock, the first book in the Ravenhood trilogy by Kate Stewart. And we are so excited. (laughs) I am so excited to be doing this book series. It is one of my favorites. Yeah, I really liked it. So I'm excited to be doing it as well. And so this, you know, first half is going to be us doing the synopsis as per usual. Um, but I'm going to start off by reading the, the Goodreads summary because I don't have a paper copy of this book. I so actually I do if you'd like me oh, to grab it. Yeah, let's read the back of the book. Yeah, I actually love these books so much that I own them on Kindle and paperback and on Audible. Hell yeah. Here's the back of it. So it starts off with, can you keep a secret? Ooh, goosebumps. Okay. <laughs> I grew up sick. Let me clarify. I grew up believing that real love stories include a martyr or demand a great sacrifice to be worthy. Because of that, I believed it because I made myself believe it. And I bred the most masochistic of romantic hearts, which resulted in my illness. When I lived this story, my own twisted fairy tale, it was unbeknownst to me at the time that I was young and naive. I gave into temptation and fed the beating beast, which grew thirsty with every slash, every strike, every blow. Triple Falls wasn't all that it seemed, nor were the men that swept me under their wing. But in order to keep them, I had to be in on their secrets. Secrets that cost us everything to keep. That's the novelty of fiction versus reality. You can't relive your own love story because by the time you realize you're living it, it's over. At least that was the case for me and the men I trusted my foolish heart to. Looking back, I'm convinced I willed my story into existence due to my illness and all were punished. Pretty sure it's just the first page of the book. (laughs) Dang. Yeah, that I think so. And actually that is what's on Goodreads too. It's just sometimes it's different. So our girl, she's, she's pretty self-deprecating. She's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> Love her. <laughs> Cecilia is the saddest person I've ever met in my life. Honestly, she had me worried about her multiple times. But with that, we'll jump into the synopsis. So the book starts off with a prologue. The main character, who is Cecilia, explains that she's heartsick and she just broke up with her fiance because she felt like she was settling for him when her heart was hung up on someone else who was the true love of her life. So immediately after breaking her engagement, she just packs a bag and she drives to go find some closure with the man that she is still in love with six years later. Yes. And so this is set in like present time. Um, And so then in chapter one, it takes us back then, which is six years prior. Um, And so Cecilia arrives at her estranged father's house where she plans to live for the next year of her life due to like this deal they made. Um, He owns a tech company in Triple Falls, and she's agreed to work with him for one year before going to college. In return, he will sign over a huge inheritance to her um, once her year of work is completed. Um, And Cecilia wants that money to take care of her mother who basically raised her on her own but her mom is kind of dealing with some shit had like a little bit of a mental breakdown and so she moved in with her boyfriend and her boyfriend's like yeah you're not invited to move in um so she's doing her own thing and finding (laughs) herself um really like a whole eat pray love type thing but like in a trailer park (laughs) yeah and it kind of low-key hurts cecilia's feelings but at the same time she's like i get it i'm an adult and i can go do my own thing So Cecilia shows up to Triple Falls. She has orientation for her new job and 
she meets an absolute hottie named Sean. Baddie. A little baddie. And they have like a little flirt moment in there. And when she's going to her car in the parking lot afterwards, he flags her down and he's like, come hang out with me. And she's like, "Mm, let me get a picture of your ID. So you like, so I don't get (laughs) murdered. And she goes with him and there's like a party going on at this house. So she meets a bunch of new people. She meets someone named Russell, Peter, Jeremy, Tyler, Heather, and Layla. The so gang. a bunch of people. And then she meets tall, dark, and handsome Dominic. Dominic. <laughs> and Cecilia is like, if I thought Sean was hot, Dominic is scalding. Like, this man is beautiful. <laughs> and Dom, <laughs> on the other hand, he like... Immediately is gone like, beneath my shoe. <laughs> yeah. He's like, get the fuck off my property. You're underage. You need to leave. And he just basically makes Sean take her home. Um, so the next day, Cecilia has a really awkward conversation with her father over breakfast about her staying out late. I um, mean, it's clear that he does not appreciate it because Roman is like a fucking stick in the mud. But so Cecilia is basically like, fuck you. You're, you've never been a parent. Like, I'm just living here because I have to. Um, and when her dad is out, Cecilia invites Sean over to swim with her. Um, she resolves to let loose this summer and have a good time since she spent her childhood being the m- more responsible one between her and her mother. So basically like making sure her bills were paid ends were met and that her mom didn't like drink herself to death so cecilia asks sean about dominic because she's like man who is this absolute hottie who was so mean to me i love him and sean (laughs) i know and sean tells her oh yeah he's got his master's from mit and like something computery i don't really know but she asks sean like why do you have a matching Raven tattoo with a bunch of the dudes who were at your house last night? Like, it's kind of weird that you all have the same tattoo. And he tells her to think of it as a promise. And she's like, okay, that's cryptic. But um, anyways, <laughs> so they kind of flirt a little bit and Cecilia really wants to kiss him, but he kind of just ends up leaving without kissing her. So she's yeah. like, boo. Damn. Yeah. She calls them all like a little fruity and then tries to make out with them. <laughs> So at work, Cecilia is stationed next to the town gossip Melinda, who I'm obsessed with. Um, and Sean is their supervisor. So when a, Melinda notices that Cecilia seems to know him, she asks about it. And Melinda warns her to be careful around Sean and his friends. And Cecilia is like, oh, why? Um, and she's like, well, they smoke <laughs> the marijuana together. <laughs> so she calls it. <laughs> and they like to share women. And Cecilia's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> She's like, God damn. Well, then l- let me get his number. Um, <laughs> so when she gets off work that day, Sean invites her to come over to the garage where a bunch of the guys that were at the party, they all work there. And so she drives over and she is walking up to the front door and she sees Dom sitting like in the front window. And so he's like the only one who notices her at first. So he gets all mad and is like, leave, like you need to go. Because he just does not want her around for some reason. And he was smoking a joint. So in an attempt to like get him to let her inside, she just takes the joint out of his hands and just takes a couple hits. And so he's like, well, she can't drive away now. So he lets her in and she hangs out with a bunch of the guys that were at the party the other night. And she is hardcore flirting with Sean, like sitting on his lap. But she keeps stealing glances at Dom, who's working on cars, and he keeps looking back at her. And she's like, uh, 
are you into me? Because like I'm into you. And then sometimes like she kind of feels bad because she's flirting with Sean, but like making eyes at Dom. I know, she's being a little, her little hoe self, and I love that for her. Cecilia takes a little nap because she's super high after two hits off of this joint. <laughs> Relatable, girl. She is the kid that they warned you about in, like, your dare classes, like, <laughs> yeah. from peer pressure. Anyway, and when she wakes up, Sean tells her that Dom's going to take her home, and she's like, please, God, no. Um, she does not want him to drive her since he's been like super weird and like kind of rude, but Sean convinces her that she shouldn't drive tonight. And so she gets into a car with Dom. Dom drives a sick ass Camaro, um, cause he's cool. And so Dom drives super crazy fast and blares the music so loud that Cecilia can't talk to him. Um, and she's super into it though. She loves that he is so mean to her, but also loves the adrenaline rush that came with like his erratic driving. So the next morning she gets an email from her father, basically telling her to come home at a decent time and quit having visitors over. And she said, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'll get sure right thing. on that. Uh, so the next couple of weeks go by, she spends it working at her father's plant and then hanging out with Sean in her free time. And she can tell that people are kind of whispering about her at work because she is the daughter of the owner. But like at the same time, she's not close at all with her dad. So she's like, that's not really fair. But also since she's been hanging out and flirting with her direct supervisor, she's like, okay, I can see how that looks a little bad. And she can tell people don't like it. Also, to be fair, like her first orientation, she's like, just to get this off my chest, my father (laughs) owns this company. He is the CEO of Toaster Strudel. Okay, Gretchen. Like that didn't help at all. You're right. Um, So Sean invites Cecilia to go on a hike with him because he's like super outdoorsy. A mountain man. Um, like the golden Sean, retriever that he is. Yeah, he is a golden retriever. Um, so Sean tells her that she needs to live in the moment and stop being a slave to time. And so, so he smashes her Apple watch. Like, all right, <laughs> we stand. And while chatting, they ask each other what their superpowers are. Um, and so Sean says he is good at reading people. And that's fair. And Cecilia explains that she has super vivid dreams that she can recall and even will herself back into where she left off. So like she can wake up and then fall back asleep and jump back into it. So they get to the top of the mountain and have a picnic behind the waterfall. And she like puts the moves on him and like finally kisses him. So she makes moves and he's like, this is what we've been waiting for. Like, I was not going to make moves on you. Um, And she's like, wow, you're a fucking weirdo. And then they hook up. And it was beautiful and it was really nice. (laughs) Yeah. Behind a waterfall. Like how romantic. Although he is like strange as fuck. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. The whole time he was talking about like being Times a slave and to anomaly. time and, and big brother. So yeah, he's a little yeah. odd. So a few days later, Cecilia is having dinner with her father, Roman. And she's like, I guess we're going to make some small talk. So she asks what his parents were like. And he basically tells her they were emotionally neglectful socialites. And she was like, wow, that sounds familiar. <laughs> so Later, she leaves to go to the garage and hang out with Sean and his friends. And she asked Sean to help her to learn how to drive super fast because she really enjoyed that car ride that she had with Dom. And then they're like super having a good time. She's driving like crazy. And then she pulls off into a side road because Sean's been like kind of, you know, like giving her eyes. And so they have a little hookup in the car. They hook up a lot. They do. (laughs) And I love that for them. Okay. So anyway, Cecilia 
Cecilia and Sean are doing laundry at a laundromat because he thinks it's really nice for him to do his roommate's laundry. I don't know. And while it's drying, they watch a lady through the window who is happily at her job making tortillas. And let me tell you what, this is a chapter, like at least eight paragraphs of her watching this lady make tortillas. You're not Um, kidding. It goes on for a long time. And so he goes in to get the clothes um, while Cecilia stays in the car and she just continues watching Selma and then notices that every time she puts cash in the register, she like takes a little bit extra out. Um, And so she's stealing from this business and she's eager to tell Sean what she learned when a van pulls up next to her and Selma comes out to meet the driver and there's a young disabled boy in the back of the van um, that Selma is like, you know, hugging and kissing on. And she finds out that Selma is stealing to support her family. And so when Sean gets back in the car, Cecilia realizes he wanted her to see the situation to realize like she judges too quickly because that's like her whole thing is that she's very quick to like write people off in this town and especially the ones that she works with and so it's like a, a learning moment because again Sean's a little freak and he can't just like be <laughs> straightforward like, yeah, I've been watching Selma for years now <laughs> <laughs> yeah she steals a lot but she's always smiling she's doing so. it for a good reason and like yeah. that's the whole thing <laughs> basis of this book mm-hmm. it's yeah robin hood so that night they go to a bar and sean introduces her to the bartender named eddie cecilia so she's like 19 at this point so she is underage and she's like nervous to be there but they hook her up with drinks and um because she starts loosening it up they open up more to each other and She and Sean talk about their relationships, um, hers with her parents. And then she goes to like check a text message from her friend, Christy. And Sean is like, hey, when we're together, let's not have our phones. And she's like, excuse me. Not even that. He's like, this is a deal breaker for me. I will leave you if you have your phone. (laughs) He does say, yeah, like leave your phone at home. Um, It's going to be a deal breaker. And he's just like, you're just going to have to trust me that I can explain more later. So she agrees because she's down bad for this man. And then they they do some dirty dancing and they go have sex in the parking lot. Or another eight paragraphs. They grind. They yeah. dance. They and kiss. And then they fuck in the car. And then they grind. Yeah. And it's, that's, it's a lot in that chapter. It is. Um, but yeah, the main takeaway from that is like, he says, no phone, no exceptions. The first half of this book is a fever dream. Um, So she wakes up the next morning in Sean's bed and goes down the hall to use the bathroom. When she comes out, she sees Dom asleep in his bed naked. He sleeps on top of the sheets, butt naked. We're like, hello. And so she stands there just checking out this absolute slice of a man, which I get it. And when she looks back at his face, he is awake and he is also looking at her and she's like, oh <laughs> shit. Um, so she gets the hell out of there and feels super guilty um, and calls Christy later for advice about how to handle the situation. And um, she feels super guilty because her feelings for Sean are really strong. She doesn't want to betray his trust. I forgot to like, <laughs> she also mention- gives him a sympathy blowjob yes she feels so guilty that she gives this man a blowjob to try and like make herself not feel like a piece of shit yeah that's a very important so, <laughs> it does come up later so after hanging up with christy she goes and like hides her phone in her car again because again sean was like don't have your phone when we're together but sean's out getting groceries for the dinner that she's making Anyway, so she hears someone walk back into the house and assumes it's Sean back from the grocery store. Turns out it's actually Dominic. 
And he makes fun of her and says, Sean isn't her boyfriend. And he actually takes a lot of girls to that secret waterfall. And she goes to slap him in the face, but he catches her wrist and puts (laughs) her hand on his erection because he says, violence makes me hard. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like rubbing her hand on himself. But even after he lets go of her wrist, she's like still rubbing it. And she's like, let me go. And he's like, I already did. He's like, and she's like, I did. Oh my God. <laughs> so she like pulls her hand away real fast. Sean gets back home and Dom's like, your girlfriend just gave me a hand job. And Cecilia is like angry and embarrassed. So she runs out. Sean follows her and he's like, are you attracted to Dom? Like, it's fine. And she's like, no, like, absolutely not. I would never do that to you. And he's like, listen, like, it's it's totally chill. (laughs) It's fine. I know you're attracted to him. And you need to stand up to his bullying and go back in there and finish that dinner you were making. So she does. He's like, girl, if you don't get back in that kitchen right now, because I don't know how to cook. You're right. You're right. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, finish the dinner, please. I'm starving. Like, we don't know what you're making. <laughs> so Cecilia is super mad about the night and she's been giving Sean the cold shoulder, but realizes that she's also falling in love with him, question mark. And she's having dinner with her father again and they discuss Roman's upbringing once more. Um, and they begin to argue about how he doesn't care for her. And he tells her he has regrets about how he handled things with her and like thought they were having like a pretty good breakthrough. He was like showing some remorse. Um, but then she asks if he ever loved her or her mother and he tells her that he tried and she's like not good enough please don't that come back here that shit hurt it real bad to read <laughs> yeah <laughs> our poor girl so days go by she hasn't spoken to sean because you know she stopped talking to him because she was mad but he was not reaching out to her either and so she's laying out by the pool just relaxing when all of a sudden Sean comes by and he's also got Tyler and Dom with him. Tyler. And Tyler. Yeah. Tyler's one of the guys she met at the party and we love Tyler. He's so cute. So Tyler and Dom go inside real quick and Sean and Cecilia like end up making up and having makeup sex in the pool. Um, It's a real quickie and they continue to spend lots of time together. And like her curiosity about Dom continues to grow stronger. She is like, this man is beautiful. He is mean, but I love it. And one night after work, Sean takes her for a midnight picnic and she decides she's going to ask about Dom's comment that he made whenever he said that Sean takes a lot of girls to that waterfall where they first hooked up because that hurt her feelings. And so he tells her like, yeah, I have taken people there before because I love that spot, but you are the only person I was thinking about when we were there and you're the only woman I'm interested in being with right now. And then they just have a, (laughs) yeah, right now, which I mean, it's fair. They've only been seeing each other for a few months and he was not even at this point, it's been like a a few weeks, (laughs) a few weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even less. So he even tells her, he's like, you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but I love spending time with you and I want to be with you right now. And so they end up just like having another night of bonding and talking, which is nice. It is nice. It's real nice. Um, <laughs> so Cecilia is at work when Vivica, one of her coworkers, angrily accuses Cecilia of being responsible for Roman shorting everyone on pay- everyone's paychecks. And so Cecilia is like, I certainly don't know what you're talking about, but I can talk to Roman if you'd like me to. Um, 
And so then Vivica gets even more angry when Sean is mentioned that because he says, like, I'll let Sean know since he's their supervisor. And she's pissed because she's dating Sean. And so Sean ends up firing Vivica for her outburst, which Cecilia is pissed about uh, because she's like, she's just mad because she's short on her paycheck. Like, I'd be mad, too. And Sean was like, sorry, can't let it slide. And so then she feels like she has a target on her back and gets really upset when she gets to her car. And when she gets home, she sends an email to Roman about the paycheck issue and then confronts him in person the next morning. And he acts like he has no clue what she's talking about. He's like, I have a lot of plants that I oversee, but he said he'd do his best to make sure it was resolved, which I was like, okay, Roman, good for you. We'll see if it happens. That night, Dominic comes to pick up Cecilia and she did not invite him. So she's like, why are you here? And where are we going? But he doesn't say any of that. He just kind of stops at a gas station to like, I don't know if he actually was buying gas, but she got out to go to the bathroom. And when she was going to return the bathroom key, some creep was like hitting on her, but like wouldn't leave her alone. So Dom literally just like shoves him into the wall of the building. (laughs) And she's like, okay, was that necessary? Um, But they get into the car again and then they drive to some like rundown looking part of town. And Cecilia, because again, she's quick to judge. She's like, oh my God, are you a drug dealer? And Dom is like, wow, that's pretty judgmental, don't you think? And so they go after that. They, they're they just running errands. To be fair, <laughs> he did like pull a gun. Like he it was like, get into my glove box and grab this gun real quick. He did. He did. But he was like, did you see any drugs? Like, did you yeah. see an exchange of money? Anyway, so they go to a medical center next and pick up an older woman who she finds out is Dom's aunt. And so she just finished a chemotherapy treatment. That's what they're picking her up from. So Dom drives her home and Cecilia gets out and walks into her house. And it's like a dilapidated, roach infested, nasty ass place. And she is like, I cannot believe she lives like this. So when they leave, Cecilia asks what happened to his parents And he just responds by turning the radio up really loud and ignoring her. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a super sore spot for him. Which is fair. Yeah, and also his aunt's like a fucking piece of work, but she's kind of cool. I don't know. She's fine. She's okay. (laughs) She's grumpy. So then Sean picks Cecilia up to go to the lake. And in the car, he tells her that Dom will be there too. Um, And so Sean starts singing along to a song about a meaningless summer fling and Cecilia gets super pissy about it because she like has this weird thing with music and like she associates every aspect of her life to like songs. And so she thought Sean was trying to like tell her something. And when they get out of the car, she like storms off and Sean follows her into the woods and is like, what the fuck? And so she demands to know what their relationship means to him because of this song that he played in the radio. Yeah, uh, and he's like, he didn't even play it that they heard on the radio it just came on (laughs) um and he tells her that he doesn't know yet but he's really into her and she's mad about that too because she's like i need i need an answer from you and he's like can't give you one and so then she tells him that he heard a rumor that he shares women and he's like yeah we do like are you interested she's like i don't know um and then he (laughs) like goes down on her in the woods that was cool (laughs) yeah yeah So he's like, I know you're attracted to Dom. And basically he's like, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah. That does happen. But he's like, you're attracted to Dom. And honestly, that turns me on. And she is like stunned and she's embarrassed because she feels like that's 
really inappropriate for her to have feelings for multiple men. And so he's like, honestly, it's perfectly fine. If you want to be monogamous, sorry, if you want to be monogamous with me, <laughs> if you want to be monogamous, oh my God. <laughs> if you want to just date me and not date anybody else, you know, <laughs> then that would be great because I really like you and I would love to have you all to myself. But if so you're super into, into this else, like that, I would never judge you for it. And so he's like, it even turns me on. And so she gets all hot and bothered by this conversation. He can tell she's turned on. So yeah, he goes down on her in the woods. In and the woods. <laughs> then the three of them go relax on a giant like float on the lake and they just hang out there all day. They drink, listen to music. One thing leads to another. Um, Dom starts rubbing her back and they just have a little threesome casually. Like it's like um, super casual and like very natural. And I was yeah. super happy for all of them. I was very happy for all of them. I was super um, into it. And Cecilia had a great time, but afterwards she does feel guilty still. And Sean's like, listen, like own your decisions. Like you're a queen and no regrets. And that's why I love Sean so much. Cause he's just literally like, whatever happens happens. And I am here for you, baby girl. I do love, love that for her. Um, so a few days later, she goes to the garage and they are all planning to go to a meetup, but they're super secretive about what it means. And so every time she's like, well, what is it? They're like, it's a party. She's like, okay, but like for what for? They're like, it's a party. <laughs> I'm like, great. Okay. Um, so Cecilia actually rides in the car with Dom and they bond together on the way there. Um, and when they get there, she, oh, and also it's very important to note that before they left, Sean was like, I really like you in this red lipstick. Make sure it's not messed up when you get here. And so she rides in the car with Dom and she tries to like start making out with him. And he's like, no, ma'am. Um, Sean likes the red. Sean loves the red. He's like, and I got to respect that. <laughs> and so when they get there, she walks over to Sean. He's like, hell yeah. Nice to see your lipstick still in place. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, and she asks again who these people are. And they, again, just give her a vague answer. Like, oh, it's just a party with friends. And she's like, no, like there's like people from other states here. Like, I don't understand. And so she gathers that these people all seem to be in a club. They all have the matching Raven tattoos. They're all from different countries, state, or different parts of the country. And um, so different states. And she meets a woman named Alicia who has a big crush on Sean. She's like, yeah, who doesn't? Look at him. And Cecilia gets like a little jealous. And it's like, girly, <laughs> you have any right? Embarrassing. Um, and then tells her that she's with him. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were with Dom because you got out of his car and he never brings women here. And she's like, <laughs> and oh, she's yeah. It's like, oh, um, how do I explain this? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so the guys end up having like a street race. And so when good. they get back, like, okay, yeah, it was like all the fun street games race was, like, until they got cool. back. But Dom gets out of his car. He's super mad. And he goes and punches this guy in the face and everyone that like finds out it's because like that guy did something super dangerous and reckless that could have killed Sean. So everyone's like, Hey Dom, calm down. And he is like, I will beat all of you to death. If you don't let me punch this man. Like so breaks his Cecilia knuckle. <laughs> yeah. And so he storms off after that, but Cecilia leaves the party with Sean and when she gets in the car, she demands answers. She's like, who are these people? And why were you meeting with them? And he's like, it's a secret. And it's something that you can make the decision to learn it later because there's a lot of stuff that comes with it. 
And so as they're driving, a cop tries to pull them over. And Sean just like starts immediately like evading the running in a high speed <laughs> chase. And Cecilia is shook. She is like, oh, these men are criminals. <laughs> oh, this I, is dangerous. She's like, oh, I thought they were just like rebellious, but they're actually criminals. And so <laughs> like she is shook, but she goes home with him. She stays the night with him because she still is like into him. Yeah, I was like, half these people here have priors, like, don't worry about it, but like, we cannot get caught. <laughs> so, like we said, she realizes that these men are super dangerous and there's some dangerous shit, um, and she is not going to have her white picket fence future with them, which is what she wanted. That was her, like, ideal version of love. Um, and so she hears Dom get home, so she goes downstairs to see him, and she wraps his hand for him because he, like, busted his knuckles and helps him shower before going back to bed with Sean. Um, and then the next morning, Sean went on a hike, and so Cecilia decides to stay home with Dom, and she makes him breakfast, and that's, like, a whole different thing. Uh, we'll have to go over that later. We will. <laughs> so cute. He, like, sits her down with him on her la- on his lap, like, shows her how to do coding and uh, banging on the chair. Love that for them. Um, and then they just have, like, a super, like, chill day in bed reading. And she finds out, like, Dom had, like, bought all these books for her. And, like, so they just stay in bed reading. Um, and then when Sean gets back, she's, like, super... I guess embarrassed. She still feels guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even though they all slept together, she's like, oh, my God. Like, where are my loyalties? You don't have any. Um, And so Sean encourages Dom and Cecilia to spend the night together and, like, locks them in their room and, like, lets them have their way with each other. And I was like, wow, what a supportive king. Yeah, because, like, he means it whenever he says. He's like, like, I'll be right across the hall if you need me. Yeah, he's like, I'd love it if you're with me, but, like, also... He's like, I love Dom a lot. Exactly. So Cecilia goes shopping for a new dress. Um, The owner of the dress store is named Tessa. And she kind of have like, she's befriended her a little bit because she goes in there shopping a lot. But she wants to look super good for her date night. So she goes home to get dressed in this new outfit that she bought and runs into Roman. And he tells her like, hey, I tried to fix the, well, I I don't think he used the word tried, but he's like, I fixed the things going on at the plant. They're getting a new AC system and the paychecks are being corrected. And as he's leaving, he tells her not to make her mother's mistakes. And she is like, ouchie, excuse, (laughs) because like he knows that she's been like dating these guys. And anyway, yeah, so she's like, what the fuck does that mean? But she just yeah. kind of brushes it off. Roman's a little bitch. Anyway, so she, um, she goes over and makes this, like, super, like, elaborate dinner and stuff for the party and was, like, slaving away over it. And Sean's six hours late for their date night. And so when he finally arrives, he tells her that he got tied up and didn't have his phone and, like, won't say anything else about it. And she's like, yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. And he gets frustrated when she accuses him of being paranoid. She's basically like, you're better than fucking like you know all these people who are like thinking the cia's after them and hats yeah he's like a real aliens dude and he defends himself saying that he's cautious so they don't get caught and she tells him that he's just using as an excuse to blow her off so he's like pissed off and sean doesn't get pissed off and he is like mad that she's being so flippant about something that he and dom care a lot about like they've 
you know, spent their entire life dedicating it to this cause that they're working with. Um, and he suggests that maybe they should break up. And uh, immediately Cecilia is distraught. And she's like, I don't want that. Like, I didn't mean anything I said, even though I think she kind of did. And she begs him to change his mind before going to leave. And she gets to the front door when he decides to take it back and apologize. Um, and they both like apologize profusely to each other and then have some more makeup sex. And I don't know if their relationship's that healthy, but... <laughs> No, it's definitely not. Well, I mean, it's not healthy in in the obviously sense he's of keeping like, like a bunch of secrets from her. Exactly. Like they're and not. I think he's using sex as like a crutch. Oh yeah, they both are because there's like there's really no no trust. There's no substance. Like they don't trust each other. They just are infatuated with each other. So later, Cecilia asked Tyler to come pick her up and take her to Delphine's house. And that's Dom's aunt, who she met before. So they go there together to clean it and bring her new groceries. Uh, And she's upstairs cleaning and she overhears Tyler and Delphine discussing how they used to be romantically involved. And Cecilia's like, oh, tea. So when they're leaving, she kind of like, just confronts Tyler about it and he opens up and he's like, like I miss yeah. you, baby. and he's like she was my first love and I still have feelings for her and it kills him to see her this way which is like to me I don't love that because like this woman was basically Dom's like like to adoptive mother <laughs> okay I, like, I don't condone it she is like much older than him but like also to be fair like we find out later like when she takes like Dom in she's like 20 years old that is true. She's not like she's like super young. She is, but well, I mean, the, he's still, still like sixteen. You know, yeah. And like her, her nephew slash adoptive son's like good friend. I don't. Yeah, love it's it. it's not right. But also, she's not like you know, like she's 30, not like forty years. Yeah, older she's than not him. a crazy amount older. You're right. Like I'm hoping they like if they got together, they, he was like of legal age. You know, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully they waited until then. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, also at this point in time too like after cecilia and sean made up he does start including her in on a lot more of like their she calls it a gang it's not really a gang it's a group and like finds out that like tyler is like the friar and like dom is doing like all this stuff on the computer and basically like siphoning money (laughs) and -hmm. giving it back to like local businesses and like the dress shop that she went to like she tried to get that lady involved in it and so basically they're trying to like support like the local economy by taking money from like big organizations and like kind of skimming it downwards they Um, steal from the rich and give to the poor yeah so they are robin hood anyway i thought that was important to know um so she is like slowly starting to get in more on like these secrets um she's still not 100 percent sure like what all goes on to it but she at least understands it a little bit better um so cecilia goes on a date with dom and he opens up about his parents death um and they died in an accident when he was six years old and she tells him that she wants to know him better and he implies that he does not deserve happiness and when they get back to the garage, Sean says uh, he is going to take her home and the guys are like super tense and everyone's like very serious. And she's like, you know, what's going on? But of course they don't tell her. Um, and she can tell that they're super scared. So she agrees to go Sean and she begs him to tell her something. He tells her that somebody couldn't keep a secret. Oh, goosebumps. <laughs> oh shit. So days go by. And she hasn't heard anything from either of them. And so she is like worried for their safety because she knew how scared they were. So she's like 
fuck it. I'm going to the garage to check on them. So when she gets there and gets out of her car, she can like hear that they're partying inside. So immediately she's relieved that they're not dead, but she is like, what the hell? So she goes in and they are over at the pool table, uh, Sean and Dom, and they're just kind of like pretending they don't see her there. And then afternoon delight starts playing. And again, like Cecilia takes music really seriously and like applies it to her life. So she's like, if this is a joke, it's not funny. And so they just kind of continue to pretend to ignore her until Dom finally looks up at her and like smirks really cruelly. And so, um, Oh, so they also play Cecilia Cecilia. by Simon and Garfunkel. Which is one of my favorite songs. And if you've never heard it, it's about like a girl who like has like cheats on like multiple partners and like betrays her like significant other. Really good song. But like it hurt her feelings because she's like, that's not what was going on. Like, I thought we all had an agreement and I thought we all cared about each other. So she is immediately devastated humiliated she runs out crying because she thought they were falling in love with her like she was with them and so now she's feeling like she was basically just used for sex and she feels gross so she just packs her shit up and leaves Oh, she doesn't even pack. She just leaves. <laughs> she just gets leaves. into her car and goes. Um, and she emails her father, asks him for two weeks off from work, and just drives home to be with her mom and friend, Christy. Um, and she continues to try to rationalize their behavior um, and see, you know, how she could have been just so fooled by them, how they could have betrayed her like that. Um, and so she finally returns to Triple Falls, and she changes the gate code since the guys knew it, and she, like, basically ignores all their well she, they don't think they text or anything but like blocks I think them Sean and, like, was trying to text her maybe her, but not Dom remember. oh yeah Sean has been trying to get a hold of her and text her but she's ignoring him um and her father is pretty much moved into his permanent home which is in Charlotte and um, this is in North Carolina by the way so she's just by herself all alone doesn't know anybody at this point so w- whenever she returns to Triple Falls she's like going back to work And as she's driving down the road, she sees Dominic pulled over on the side of the road waiting for her. So he starts tailing her and she's pissed. So she tries to outrun him, but her car is way too slow. And so she pulls over and goes to confront him. And he apologizes and says, like, it had to happen. And she's super pissed. She's like, the fuck it did. And she's like, leave me alone. So he kisses her and she gets angrier. She's like, what is this? What is this mind game? And he tells her that they were trying to make a point, but they fucked up and he has to let her go for now. But it's all for her. Everything he's doing is for her. And she is like, bullshit. Yeah. And so she goes to work the next day and Sean calls her into his office and she's been avoiding him. And so she has to go meet him um, and she refuses to look at him, doesn't say anything. And he tells her that she is the secret and that they really didn't mean what they did at the garage. And Sean tells her that the accident that Dom's parents died in was at Roman's plant that they worked at. And he covered it up for some reason and admits that they want to make Roman suffer for what he's done, but they don't plan on killing him. But basically everything that they've been doing has been like a revenge scheme for dom's parents yeah and she like doesn't know how to feel about that because well she doesn't she's like like it's my dad yeah like she doesn't want him to get murdered so he's like no i assure you like we're not trying to kill him (laughs) we're just trying to make him like have some consequences for his actions so he goes on to tell her that there are other players involved in this and they saw them with her and so they had to make it look like they dumped her because 
like she has a target on her back if they're with her, but now she's on their radar and he's super worried about her safety. And he basically professes his love for her and asks like, can you please go live with your mom to be safer? Like, and begs her to believe him that this is real and to trust him and trust her gut and trust Dom. And she is like baffled because she's like, like, how can I? Well, and some of the pieces are coming together at this point, too, because at the very beginning, whenever Sean brings Cecilia over for the first time to their house, he is like, yeah, but we got to be careful because we don't want the wolf getting a whiff of you. And at the time, she thought it was Dom. But then he starts talking about these other key players. And she was like, oh, shit, like there's someone like above this that they don't want knowing about me um and so Cecilia starts to or she's trying to figure out answers about the Ravenhood on her own but is just left with more questions because basically she can go around and around and around in circles and they cover their shit up pretty good um and she hasn't heard anything else from the guys and so she goes out to lounge by the pool with a sound system set up to Blair K by cigarettes after sex which is a bop of a song if you haven't heard it um on repeat towards the woods um in the back of her dad's property um and she finally realizes that the clearing that she goes to with dom sometimes is actually right in her dad's backyard it's the woods in her dad's backyard so they've been taking her on this super fucking crazy route to get to her own backyard because they did not know what to know like where they were and so she's like well that's super creepy that you guys were just here this whole time (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that's why like she figures that out and she's like well fuck you and so that's why she's blaring the music at the yeah because again music is like her way of like expressing herself (laughs) exactly and that theme continues throughout the whole series and I really like that about her I I do too kind of kind of interesting and quirky (laughs) she's not like other girls so she's anyway on the lounger (laughs) (laughs) so she is yeah she is topless I think she does have bottoms on but she took off her bikini top and she's like sunning herself trying to look all cute because she wants these men to feel sorry for themselves she's expecting Dom so she feels someone's presence finally and expects it as Dom so she's like oh like you don't have anything to say so she opens her eyes and looks and it is actually a complete stranger in a suit and she is naked in front of like this a handsome, super hot stranger though a super hot handsome terrifying man in a suit and she's like trying to cover herself but she can't find her bikini top and so she realizes that this man is who they've been calling the frenchman she's like oh you're it's the not frenchman. dom <laughs> yeah and that is how this book ends and it leaves you on a major cliffhanger. So ah, it's so good. We know nothing and we'll continue to know nothing until two weeks from now when we talk about the second book in the series. So that concludes part one, our synopsis and join us for part two, where we delve in a little deeper and talk about everything that we thought about this book. And as always, let's get lit. Let's get lit.